Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the How to Vegan podcast or welcome to the How to Vegan podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm really glad that you're here. Today's episode is going to be a slightly juicy episode, mostly because the topic is semi-controversial. I think people talking about their thoughts on ex-vegans can go in multiple directions. So I'm excited to share with you my thoughts on ex-vegans. I'm going to try to keep the intro a little bit short and a little bit sweet. I got a horrible review on Apple Podcasts and it just keeps popping into my head and I can't stop thinking about it. Here, I'll read it to you. Wanted to like the podcast, but she does talk like a 14-year-old girl. Rambles on way too much about irrelevant things and takes so long to get to the point. Tried to listen to her one podcast and had to skip about 20 minutes of it. Need a lot of patience for this, and it's a waste of time. So someone saying that my podcast is a waste of time, like, really honestly upsets me, and I know that there's going to be people that say stuff like that that's going to upset me. And there's way more positive reviews than there are negative reviews. But I kind of agree that the intros can be kind of long. So with that said, I'm going to try to like condense the intros down a little bit and not have them be quite so like rambly and personal and all that stuff. We'll see how it goes. I'm honestly just trying to be myself and let things flow the way they flow. But with that being said, I am going to try to condense the intros down a little bit. Now let's get into today's topic, my thoughts on ex-vegans. Okay, it's important to note that I am not a nutritionist. I'm not a doctor. I have a health coaching certification, but I am not qualified to give like legit nutrition information to any of you. So just want to throw that disclaimer out there before we start chatting about this. I also don't mean to or want to gaslight anyone in this episode. If you're eating a nutritionally inadequate diet and then switch to a more nutritional and balanced diet, then your symptoms are probably going to improve and it's not all in your head. I'm not saying that you're making this up or whatever. I'm not trying to gaslight anybody in this episode, so just keep that in mind. I'm also aware that being able to choose what you do and don't eat with your main concern being the impact of your choices is inherently privileged. And when I talk about what people did or didn't do in this episode, I'm not talking about every single ex-vegan or every single vegan. Of course, there are exceptions. Everybody's different. But a lot of the people, you know, that have become ex-vegans are very similar in a lot of ways. But of course, I'm not talking about every single person doing the exact same thing. So just wanted to throw those little disclaimers out there. Okay, so the reason that I'm doing this episode is because over the past few years, lots of influencers with huge followings and a few people that I personally know have left veganism, have left veganism. So Raw Alignment, who is now known as Elise Parker, Maddie Limburner, who I actually did an episode with, I think it was like episode 11. She came on the show. It was so fun. I used to be a huge fan of hers. I still, you know, don't hate. But yeah, people like that. There's Ravana. She had millions of followers. These people that are influencing thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people and were huge reasons for me to, you know, be really interested in veganism and start a YouTube channel and a podcast and all that stuff over the past few years have left veganism, have said, I don't want to be vegan anymore. And the main reason that they say they're doing this is for their health. They say that they don't feel good anymore. And there are lots of avenues into 
the vegan lifestyle. So lots of people say they go vegan for the environment or for their health. But veganism, by definition, is not a diet. The definition of veganism is a way of living which seeks to exclude as far as possible and practical all forms of exploitation of and cruelty to animals for food, clothing, or any other purpose. And it recognizes that non-human animals have the right to bodily autonomy and the freedom to not be harmed or exploited by others. So by definition, veganism is not about health. It's about not being cruel to animals for really any purpose. But, you know, this issue isn't really, it's not black and white. And that's why I wanted to talk about this. And it really just depends on who you're talking to, whether, you know, leaving veganism for your health is something that, you know, is okay, or you should have tried to do more. Some people are like, oh my God, fuck those people they're assholes. Again, it just depends on who you're talking to, whether this shit is okay, whether it's not okay. And I do get it. Your health is number one. If you don't feel good in life and you're going about your life feeling fucking shitty, that is not okay. Like I being, you know, think about when you're sick or when you just, yeah, think about when you're sick and all you can think about is how grateful you're going to be when you're not sick anymore. And that feeling just, oh, when you're sick and you don't want to be sick anymore, that I understand that if you feel that way, that sucks. And and you're going to do whatever it takes to feel good in your life. That's your number one priority. Your health is your number one priority. I mean, nobody can can successfully advocate for animals the animal rights or human rights or anything if they just feel like shit constantly like that's not sustainable that's not okay really it's not okay i don't think it's okay to go about your life feeling like shit at all ever really i think that you should do whatever it takes even if that means that you have to set some ethics aside although we'll get into that because i don't know do you need to set your ethics aside in order to feel good i don't know i don't know because i've felt amazing the whole time I've been vegan. I've felt amazing. I feel better than ever for so many different reasons, but I don't feel shitty. And maybe it's because I eat a very balanced vegan diet. Um, We'll get into more of that in just a minute. But I kind of think it's actually a good thing that a lot of these super popular influencers aren't vegan anymore, at least the ones that have, have gone back and said I'm not vegan anymore, because they were eating super restrictive diets, super restrictive vegan diets or plant-based diets. Maybe they weren't really vegan. We'll again get into that later. But they clearly weren't meeting their nutritional needs. Like if you go back and watch if they still have them up, which a lot of a lot of these influencers, a lot of these YouTubers still have their videos up promoting their what I eat in a day vegan diets or plant-based diets when later they came out saying they feel awful and they felt awful for months and they just clearly weren't being honest with people about it. But they should take those videos down, bottom line, because if they felt shitty eating that way, they shouldn't be influencing people who clearly are watching their content. A lot of young people watching their content who are going to watch these videos and be like, oh my God, they look great. They look amazing. They seem so healthy. I'm going to eat this way they should take those videos down. But a lot of them still have those videos up. And 
if you watch what they're eating, it's pretty restrictive. They're clearly not meeting their nutritional needs. So anyone who's just blindly following in their footsteps, just like, oh, I'm going to eat this because this looks amazing and they look healthy. These people, anybody watching this and eating that way, they're going to start feeling shitty as well. And they're going to blame it on the vegan diet and probably just go back to eating animal products again. So I kind of think it's a good thing that these people are like, I don't want to do this anymore. My vegan diet fucked me over because if anybody follows what they were eating for long term, especially these water fasts and They just weren't getting the nutrients that they need. And if you do that for a long period of time, you're going to feel shitty. You're going to feel shitty. So I kind of think it's a good thing that a lot of these people did that. Maybe not overall for the vegan movement. Like a lot of people clearly who follow them maybe were trying to go plant-based. And now once they said this isn't working, I feel like shit. These people are like, whatever. I'm never going to do it again. So there is definitely some harm to these videos. And I don't think it was great. Like every single time I saw one of these people do this, I I got angry. Like bottom line, I got angry. I got upset. I feel so bad for the animals that they're consuming. And it just felt like they were lying to us, I guess. And I don't like, I don't like when people lie to me. It pisses me off. Lying mm, pisses me off. And that's how it felt. A lot of times it was like, wait, what? I thought you were super into this. Like you promote a cruelty-free lifestyle. You know, you for years I followed you and you seem so into it, not just for health, but for the animals and the environment. And I mean, bottom line, the animals for me is why I'm vegan. And so hearing people talk about how important the animals are to them and then all of a sudden randomly are like, I'm not vegan anymore. It just kind of hurts. Like, I don't know. It just it's a huge bummer to me. But again, I kind of think it's a good thing because they're not promoting this shitty ass vegan diet and then people are following and are like, wow, I feel like shit. So I think it's good and bad for sure. Um, But a lot of these people were complaining about these symptoms that they were having and a lot of them were similar. Some of them were different, but things like brain fog and fatigue and bloating and not having a regular period or having really bad period pains acne, etc. So lots of symptoms that, yeah, nobody wants to feel that way. Any of those things suck. But when you get into what a lot of their diets were like, they were doing things like water fasts, tons of raw food. Like some of these people were, didn't eat any cooked food ever. High carb, low fat, which I have done in the past. I've eaten high carb, low fat. And it makes me feel pretty good a lot of the times. I think it was kind of like a trendy thing. Oh, oh few several years ago. I don't know if that many people eat that way anymore and promote it very heavily, but I felt good when I ate that way. I just like like fatty vegan food like avocados and stuff like that. So I don't eat that. I eat more balanced now, but a lot of these people are eating like super high carb, super low fat, 80-10-10, similar to high carb, low fat. Um, 10% of your diet protein, 10% fat, 80% carbs, just not very balanced. And a lot of these people are not getting enough calories. Bottom line, just not getting enough calories. If you watch their what I eat in a days and plug in what they're eating into chronometer, the calorie amount is so low. And if you're not eating enough calories, you're just like not going to feel good and you're probably not going to be getting enough of the nutrients that you need. They weren't eating the diets that prominent plant-based doctors and scientists are advising people to follow. If you go follow or go watch any of the videos that 
you know, mainstream plant-based doctors are promoting, it's not super raw or water fast for 30 days. Like these kinds of things can cause issues. And I'm not saying for everybody. I know some people that eat raw and feel great. But for for a lot of people, if you're eating this this way, it can cause lots of issues in your body and you're just not going to feel good. And a lot of them weren't taking the supplements that they need. I heard because I want to stay pure, you know, I if I, I should be able to get what I need from my food and I don't need supplements because I'm fine, you know, and that's what they made it sound like. Like, I don't need supplements. I'm totally fine. Come to find out they weren't fine. Not surprising, but also like, why were you pretending to be fine this whole time? Semi-confusing to me, but not taking supplements, not eating very balanced, and not getting enough calories is kind of the main trends that I saw from a lot of these vegans that are now ex-vegans. And then they switch to eating animals again, and they instantly feel better. Probably because these, these, you know, Animal products are typically loaded with fat, loaded with calories, which is what their bodies needed. So they have, you know, they have some animal products again and they're like, oh my God, I feel so good. Like, wow, I feel instantly better. First of all, instantly better. Like, I don't, that's not, most people don't feel instantly amazingly better from a day of eating animal products. Again, it usually takes your body a while to kind of adjust, but something, if you're, if you're, in dire need of fat and calories and you give your body that, you're probably going to feel great. But bottom line, there is no vitamin X. There is no vitamin meat. There is no vitamin eggs. There is no vitamin fish. You know, fish and eggs, which is what most of these now ex-vegans went back to eating at first, all of them, I mean, almost every single one of them was I introduced a little bit of fish and I introduced some eggs into my diet and I feel so much better, which for a while I had the I had a thought like, wait, why are all of them saying I had fish, I had eggs and I feel better? Like it makes you wonder, like at first I was definitely so probably conspiracy theorist, like, oh my God, companies paid these people like fish industry the egg industry paid these people to be fake vegans and then all come out saying that they needed fish and eggs like it seemed so weird that so many people that I knew personally too were like no I'm eating fish and eggs now and I feel so much better but I don't really think that's what happened I don't think it was this big conspiracy I just I don't think so I think that would have been a bit far a bit yeah but but there is no vitamin X, there's no vitamin eggs, there's no vitamin fish. You can get everything that you need on a plant-based diet. You can get all of the vitamins and minerals, everything that you need. That's why so many people really thrive on a plant-based diet. You don't need to harm animals to get what you need. Bottom line, I mean, if you're looking at science and you're looking at at the facts, you can get what you need on a plant-based diet. So that's why it's so confusing, you know, and I think a lot of it is just eating something that your body needs, feeling better and assuming it was the vegan diet all along. But you can totally thrive on a plant-based diet. I've been vegan for, it'll be 10 years in October. Both my husband and I, we went vegan on the same day and we feel fucking great, but we eat a very balanced diet. I mean, we don't eat high carb, low fat every single day. We don't, we we definitely get enough calories. We love to eat. We definitely get enough calories. We eat some like vegan, you know, unhealthy food decently often. I mean, I love chocolate chips um, and pizza and we eat a balanced diet. You know, we eat 
probably a little bit more unhealthy than we should, but we feel really good. Like we are conscious about what we eat. We feel really, really good. You can definitely thrive on a plant-based diet. There are lots and lots of vegan athletes out there proving that right now. Tons of vegan athletes out there that their performance improves. They're eating They're eating the things that they need and they're thriving and performing so well. With that said, you definitely need to make sure that you're eating a well-rounded, very balanced plant-based diet as often as possible. It's so important to make sure that you're eating enough calories for your body. I'm not huge on counting calories, but I kind of know roughly what I need and I'm making sure that I'm getting enough of that throughout the day. And you need to make sure that you're meeting your body's protein, fat, and carb needs, as well as getting all of your vitamins and minerals. Calories, protein, fat, carbs, vitamins, minerals. If you're getting enough of these things, then you should be doing well on a plant-based diet. Again, not everybody is the same. And if you're listening to this and you're an ex-vegan and you're like, I did that and I still didn't feel good, I get it. Like, I get it. I don't think that you should do something that makes you feel shitty no matter what. But I do think that a lot of these ex-vegans really didn't try that hard. Like, it just kind of seems like, at least in their explanation videos or stories or whatever, they just, from what they explain, is that they just didn't really try that hard. And I think that's the part that upsets me so much is that they're like, oh, I didn't feel good. I ate animal products again. I feel great. I'm done. Instead of being like, you know, I exhausted everything that I could. I did this, this, and this. And I, you know, I just. I didn't really get that vibe from a lot of these people. It just kind of sounded like they decided one day to try something and it felt like it worked and they were done. You know, it feels like they're just dismissing the animals and the environment and a lot of the reasons that people are vegan and it just feels like they're like, nah, fuck it, fuck it. It just doesn't seem like they tried that hard. To me, that's the vibe I got. And of course, there are definitely people that did or do and still don't feel good and that's like I said, your health is number one. You have to feel good. But a lot of these people, it just felt like they gave up way too easily. I guess that's just how it felt. And that's why it's so upsetting because I I just don't know what it would take for me to give up veganism. It's just so important to me. But yeah, you need to, if you're having any issues, you need to go see a nutritionist, which a lot of these people say they did. I went to a nutritionist, but not just a nutritionist, not just a naturopath. Go to a doctor, go to a dietitian, go go to as many people as you can. And yes, not everybody has access to quality healthcare and, and can go see all of these people. But if you do, which a lot of these people did have access to, you know, we're making a lot of money on their YouTube videos and and could have gone to more than just a naturopath or a nutritionist. Go to a doctor. Find somebody that understands plant-based diets and can help you stick with it if that's what you really want. If you're like, fuck it, I don't give a fuck about the animals anymore. I just want to eat, eat animals, whatever. But if you literally care like these people seem like they did about the animals, about the environment, about their health, you know, it really about their health as well go to a doctor, go see somebody that knows about a plant-based diet. But something to keep in mind is if you go to a doctor about some issues that you're experiencing and some issues you're having, some of the ones above, like I don't feel good, I have brain fog, I have acne, my period hurts really bad, I don't have a regular period, 
which is a lot of times due to low, low, low body fat. But if you go to a doctor and you're like, hey, I'm having these issues and the doctor isn't trained in nutrition, like a ton of them are not. Most doctors really don't take very many nutrition courses at all. And you tell your doctor, hey, I'm feeling these things. I'm experiencing these issues. I'm vegan then they're probably just going to blame it on the vegan diet and say, well, you need to eat animal products again. So try to find a doctor. I highly, I, I wish a lot of these people would have said that they they found doctors that were into plant-based eating and knew a lot about it because most doctors don't. So if you are going to go to a doctor, try to find somebody that is well-versed um, in nutrition because most of them aren't. Another thing that you should do is log your food intake often or regularly if you're not feeling super good, even if you are feeling great every once in a while, maybe once a month on like a typical day of eating, I will get into chronometer, which is just like a, there's an app for it and a website and you just plug in what you're eating throughout the day and then it'll tell you how many calories you ate, how many grams of protein, fat, carbs, all of your vitamins and minerals. So you can get like a picture of what you're eating. And if you're low in in certain things, then you can notice patterns like, wow, I did this a couple weeks ago and I'm still low in zinc and iron and selenium, whatever. And then you can make sure you can find ways to add those things into your diet because it's important. It is so important to be making sure that you're giving your body the nutrients that you need. So logging your, your food intake regularly and checking that out can be very helpful. Getting your blood work done is so important though. Like you should be able to get your blood work done if you have health insurance once a year for free. And I know there's places that do it for not super expensive online and stuff like that. But getting your blood work done is really the only way to tell what is up with your body to see if you're low in anything, high in anything. And I just highly suggest getting your blood work done once, twice a year, just to kind of see how things are at least once a year. And taking supplements is very important where you need them. That's why getting your blood work done, I think, is a good idea so that you can know what supplements you might need to introduce um, until you can maybe get the stuff through your food. And But supplements are important. I think supplements are super helpful. I take supplements. I have an episode all about the supplements I take. So supplements, important. A lot of these girls and men, there are men that that are now ex-vegan too, weren't taking supplements. And I think that it's important to talk about supplements and to know that they are needed in a lot of areas. I think supplements are great. And again, just trust science. If you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know, I, I don't know what to do. I feel the same way. Trust science. Don't trust young influencers on the internet who have no health credentials at all. Don't just follow them and say, I'm going to do this now because they did. Trust the science. Trust doctors. Trust just don't trust influencers on the internet really maybe for very much at all. <laughs> and remember, veganism is not inherently healthy. I think that a lot of vegans paint the picture that if you're going to be vegan, then you're going to be healthy or a lot of people wanting to go vegan think that. But veganism is not inherently healthy. You can literally be vegan and eat french fries, Oreos, candy, soda all day. And it's that's clearly not healthy. You can eat a very, very healthy plant-based diet, um, but veganism is not inherently healthy. And I think that's something that more vegans and plant-based people eating a plant-based diet should talk about because I think a lot of times they just make it seem like it's so healthy when in fact it might not be. And like I was talking about earlier with supplements, there are some deficiencies that can happen. And I think this was happening in a lot of these, these people's diets and that's why they weren't feeling great. Some some deficiencies that you should be aware of are things like B12. 
I think that everybody should be taking a B12 supplement, especially vegans and vegetarians. It is so important. A lot of the meat that you get nowadays is injected with hormones and antibiotics and B12. So people eating animals are getting the B12. But if you're eating a vegan or vegetarian diet, take a B12 supplement. Bottom line, like I'm not going to go into it too much more. If you want to know more about my take on B12 and the supplements I take and everything, then listen to the supplement episode. But B12, take B12. If you're vegan, if you're listening to this, if you want to go vegan, if you're vegetarian, just take a B12 supplement. Deficiencies in iron may also happen, and you can also see this in meat eaters. But the answer isn't to eat meat. You don't want to just eat meat to get your iron. There's other ways to get it. Heme iron can be very toxic to your body. That's the iron that's found in meat. So instead of eating meat that has, you know, that may be toxic to your body, that has saturated fat and cholesterol, you can either take an iron supplement or eat foods that are high in iron, like lots of dark green vegetables. An omega-3 deficiency can happen as well. And to combat a deficiency in that, you can take an algae supplement. Most people take like a fish oil supplement to get their omega-3s, but guess where the fish get their get their omega-3s? They get it from the algae. So you can just cut out the middleman, aka the fish, and get it from the source. Fish is also very toxic for the most part, very high in mercury, dioxin, not great. So you don't you don't really want to be eating fish. It's pretty toxic at this point. Also, fishing is destroying the oceans, destroying the oceans. It's so bad for the environment, and fish do feel pain. They have a central nervous system. They do feel pain, and I don't want to contribute to any animals feeling any amount of pain at all. I don't, I don't want to inflict pain unnecessarily. So I take an omega-3 supplement that is sourced from algae. Cut out the fish, get it from the algae. Vitamin D, the best way to get vitamin D is from the sun, but if you live somewhere where you're not getting lots of sun, then you might want to take a vitamin D supplement, which I do as well. Just make sure it's vegan, you're good to go. And zinc, a lot of these people that are now ex-vegans were really low in zinc. And if you're eating enough grains and legumes, then you should get enough zinc. I think the raw diet can be lacking in zinc, but if you're eating enough grains and legumes, a balanced vegan diet, you should be getting enough zinc. But again, log your intake and get your blood work done and you will know where you're at and what you might need to change in your diet. Something that I did want to talk about is nutrient bioavailability. Basically, it's easier for most people to absorb some nutrients from animal products compared to plant-based products. Again, it's important to get your blood work done. Some people just might not be absorbing things the way that other people are. And this is these are some of these variants with the vegan diet, with any diet. Um, I don't think the carnivore diet is, I don't think that's very smart. Keto kind of freaks me out as well. I really want to do an episode about keto, vegan keto soon. So yeah, keep an eye out for that one. Talking about the carnivore diet, a lot of these people start going to the other extreme and start eating like a carnivore diet. And I don't think that that's... Again, I don't think that's super healthy. Obesity, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, high cholesterol, hypertension, they're all at levels that are dangerously high in the United States. And only 1% of the population in the United States 
is vegan. So it seems like from those statistics that eating meat, dairy, and eggs, eating the standard American diet, is not healthy because most people eat that way and and these diseases are soaring. These diseases are out of control, honestly. So I'm not saying that these things are healthy. I do think that feeling good is your number one priority. And if you want to eat a little bit of animal products, I don't like it. I don't think it, I don't think, I think that you can find another way to do it. But if you can't and you've exhausted all options, or even if you just don't want to, like you should live your life the way you want to and not worry about what other people think. I don't want to live that way because I care too much about the animals to just say fuck it. I don't want to do it anymore. But yeah, I think that I think I think it's fair to say that eating meat, dairy and eggs often does not make your body very healthy. I just think it's interesting that people think that eating that stuff often, especially like the keto diet, is healthy just because you're losing weight when all of these diseases are skyrocketing and killing so many people every single year, every single day. Another really interesting take on this is that some people think this is, that the whole thing is just a placebo response, that people are not feeling well and they just assume that it's veganism. And then as soon as they eat animal products, they assume that that's what made them feel better and they feel better. So there's a huge amount of people out there that think that this is all a placebo response or a nocebo response, which is if you don't know what nocebo is, it's how negative thinking affects your health. So if you're just assuming like, oh my God, I'm this is making me so sick or other people are saying that eating, not eating eggs is making me so, so sick and that it actually starts to make you sick. And then when you do eat eggs, you feel way better. The power of suggestion is so powerful, like it's so powerful. If you don't, if you haven't done any research on like the placebo effect and how powerful it actually is, then go do that because it's mind-blowingly powerful. And so, yeah, it does make sense that some of this could totally be a placebo response or a nocebo response. It totally makes sense. And I mean, your your brain is really powerful and you might not these I don't you know these people might not know that maybe that's all it is um but I think it's interesting to note that that you know that's a thing that could be that could be part of it but yeah all of that health stuff aside I really think there are some major issues with these ex-vegan videos that came out all around the same time these people need to be transparent about the struggles that they're having they need to say, you know, I'm I'm feeling this way now, not waiting a year and then being like, I've been feeling this way for so long while I've been promoting this diet. That is so irresponsible and so misleading. They need to tell their audience what they did that was harmful instead of just saying, I felt so bad and blah, blah, blah. Say, these are the things that I think led me to feeling this way. These this is what I did that was harmful. And after you leave veganism, I think that they should stop promoting any new diets that they're trying out because clearly they're experimenting and they shouldn't be promoting these things to other people unless they have, you know, science to back it up. And and I don't know. I just think that continuing to promote new diets that you're trying out here and there and and telling these young people that are following you 
that this is the new thing and that you feel great, which, you know, maybe in a little bit you're not going to feel great. I just think it's dangerous. A lot of this just seems dangerous to me because a lot of people do follow people on the internet and just take everything that they say and just do it. And I think it's dangerous. Again, trust nutritionists, trust doctors instead of influencers because anecdotal evidence can be very dangerous. And the blame is just the blame is not always on veganism. Again, a lot of these people ate way too restrictive of a diet, and that doesn't mean that it's veganism that caused it. They could be eating a restrictive diet on any meal plan that they're eating and can feel shitty. So don't just assume that it's veganism that that created these health issues. And and just because these people were vegan for years and they're they're not vegan anymore, I don't think it means they were fake vegans or that they were, you know, they were never vegan. I think they were vegan if they're saying they were vegan. I don't think it takes away what they've done. To me, it just sounds like they were plant-based and not vegan because if you're doing it for health reasons, that's plant-based in my mind, unless you want to call yourself vegan. I'm not super huge on labels. Like, do what you want, say what you want. You're your own person. Again, people get into veganism for several reasons. And yes, bottom line, by definition, it's for the animals. But pushing people away from this lifestyle because they want to do it for health or the environment is not, I don't think, a good idea. I think anybody wanting to live this lifestyle for whatever reason is a good idea because in the long run, they're harming less animals, which is the goal of veganism. And it's why I'm vegan is to harm less animals. So pushing people away by saying, oh, you're you're not vegan because it's not for the animals. It's you're doing it for your health. You know, that can be really annoying and can just push people away. I don't think that's great. I don't think it's great for the vegan movement. I don't think it's good for animals to turn people away like that. I just don't. And and it is possible to be vegan for your entire life. It can it can totally be possible. But it can also be exhaustive, and I get that. It can it takes up it can take up time. It can be exhaustive mentally. Um, some people don't have access to the food that everybody else has. Some people won't have the desire for their whole lives. And I get I I think most people that are vegan or have been vegan aren't anymore or won't be forever. I just feel like a lot of people don't for those reasons don't stick with it always, you know. And that's fine. Again, I am not here to like judge you. It pisses me off because I know that animals are being harmed because of it and really doesn't seem necessary. But you do you. Again, I always say you do you because I'm not here to judge you. I don't know your life. And for me, mostly plant-based and mostly vegan is better than nothing. I think a lot of people think that it's all or nothing. Like, okay, well, I don't want to be fully vegan because I want to have some sushi here and there or, you know... Every once in a while, if I'm going to a party, I want to have some cheese with my wine. Not that there are not vegan options for those things, but I think people think, well, I want to live that way every once in a while, so I'm just not going to do it at all. And then they eat tons of animal products instead of saying, well, I want to mostly be vegan, but have these things every once in a while. I think that that is better than nothing and pushing people away from the movement because they're not 100% vegan and being that militant vegan and being annoyingly like... Just just pushing people away, I don't think is a good idea for the vegan movement. I just don't. That's my opinion. I watched a video by Mike the Vegan. If you're not following him, he's a really interesting vegan to follow. And he talks about the ex-vegan exhale, which is kind of like that. I'm no longer vegan. I can finally just do whatever the fuck I want and not have to worry about it at all. 
we live in a society where veganism is not the norm. Clearly, like 1% of people in the United States, maybe a little bit more than that now, are vegan. It is not the norm. It is far from the norm. And there can be pushback from your friends and your family. And that's stressful. Anytime your friends or your family are pushing back and not understanding where you're coming from and it's causing issues at holidays and all that stuff, that is stressful. And and he has this like phenom he describes this phenomenon as the ex vegan exhale because they can finally take a breath and say, Oh, I'm done with that part of my life. It it helps relieve them of their accountability to what's happening to animals. They can just say, Okay, I'm done with that. I don't have to stress about it anymore. So deciding to just go back to doing what everyone else is doing can be appealing. I I see that. I totally get that because sometimes it is hard. But what would it take for me to leave veganism? I don't even know. I don't, I cannot picture myself ever leaving it. I honestly can't. I I feel good and I love not harming animals in a way that feels aligned with me. I just don't know what it would take for me to leave veganism. Are these people who are leaving veganism leaving their ethics? If they were vegan for the animals and they really didn't try that hard, then I think maybe yes. But I am going to keep going against the grain, even if it's a little bit more work or a little harder or whatever. I'm just, I'm going to keep doing it because it feels good for me. And I care about the animals way too much to start eating a little bit of eggs here and there. Or I'm not even going to go into like humanely raised eggs and fish and all that stuff. That's just, that's a completely, I have an episode about eggs. I am going to do one about fish and what's the deal with eggs episode exists. And I'm going to do one on fish because yeah, for me, it just doesn't feel right. And after doing tons of research, I don't want to contribute to any sort of suffering that animals may feel. And that's why I'm planning on being vegan forever. So yeah, I don't think, I'm not stoked on the whole ex-vegan thing. It genuinely makes me upset it makes me sad it makes me uh just pisses me off like honestly I guess that's just kind of how it makes me feel is pissed because I know animals are going to be more animals are going to be suffering because these people are now eating them and that just animal suffering just hits me just gets me you guys it just makes me so upset like just makes me so upset I hate I hate the thought of animal suffering. People too. Like I'm not just saying I, that's why I get it. That's why I get why people decide to be, to, to decide to eat animal products again. Because if you feel like shit, you're suffering. No one should be suffering. But if there's ways to figure out how to eat vegan and feel good, then why not? Why not? Why wouldn't you try that? I don't get it. Um, I just don't get it. I, for me, I don't get it. There's no reason to harm animals. You can get what you need on a plant-based diet. Make sure that you're doing what you need to be doing and you should be totally fine not eating animals. And yeah, I think that's just kind of my fi- my final thoughts is that I'm not vegan to be healthy. Is it healthy? Yes, it's fucking way healthy. The way I eat is so healthy. This is the healthiest I've ever been. The best I've ever felt is when I've been vegan in my life, but that's not why I do it. I'm not vegan to be healthy. I do it for the animals bottom line. I do it for the animals. That's why I'm doing this. I also do it for the environment. I also do it for my health, but the animals are my number one. That is why I'm doing this. This is why I will do this forever. At least that's how I feel now. 
But that's why I'm going to do this long term. That's why I picture myself living this way forever because I feel great and I make sure that I'm eating a balanced diet and I'm not harming animals as much as possible or in ways that I feel like I can control. But the animal rights movement can be very complex. Nobody wants animals to be mistreated. Nobody wants animals to be murdered. Like most people are not like, I love mistreating animals. I love murdering animals. I think most people don't want to contribute to that. But your own individual health is very, very, very important. Our health, like I said, is the most valuable thing that we have. So I can honestly see all sides of this issue. I don't, I I can see all sides of the issue. It's hard for me. I can see all sides of the issue. I really can. And it does piss me off. And I think it's ridiculous to stop being vegan if you have access to the foods that you need and you're you know I think you try as much as you can and keep trying and keep trying and keep trying but if you feel like shit at the end of the day something's got to give and if that for you is eating animal products then that's your choice so that's kind of my take on it I don't know it's hard for me it's hard for me because I just I don't get it but I also get it I don't know if you, I don't know if y'all can relate, then, then, then let me know. Honestly, come hit me up on, um, on Instagram when I post, when I post about this episode, like, let me know in the comments of the post on uh, how to vegan podcast account, like what your thoughts are on this, because I'm so curious. I know that some people are going to be like, oh my God, you're way too nice. Like, fuck these people. And some people are going to be like, oh my God, but I feel so much better. And like, you were way too harsh, you know? There's always people on either side of the extreme. And maybe I'm way too much in the middle, but like that's kind of my personality too. Except for harming animals, see? And that's the thing that just pisses me off. If you're going to harm an animal and you don't need to, then fuck you. (laughs) Oh, Okay, I'm going to shut up. Uh, That's kind of my take on the ex-vegan thing. I hope you liked this episode. If you're not following me on Instagram, come follow me on Instagram at kristen.pound and the podcast account is just how to vegan podcast. So come definitely find me, come follow me. Uh, Make sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcast listening platform. Turn your auto downloads on so you can listen to the podcast wherever you are. If you're camping out in the middle of nowhere and you want to listen to the podcast, you've got them all downloaded on your phone. And if you haven't yet, please head on over to iTunes or the Apple Podcasts app. Leave a rating, leave a review. Hopefully it's not as shitty as the one that I read earlier. Hopefully I don't sound like a 14-year-old girl anymore. Maybe I used to. I feel like when I first started this, I was definitely like, I mean, I was younger and I feel like I was definitely going for that vibe. I also kind of talk that way. I know I do. But if you like the podcast, please go head on over there, leave a rating, leave a review, Share this episode with anybody you think might be interested in the info that I shared with y'all today and my thoughts and my opinions. Go ahead, share that vegan love. It feels good and the ripple effect is so real. For the full show notes for this episode, including links to everything that I mentioned, click on the link in the description. It'll take you right there, right to the show notes and you can get everything that I talked about in this episode if it has a link then I'll have it there for you so head on over to my website kristenpound.com click on the podcast tab find this episode you can do it that long roundabout way too but there's also just a link in the description of the episode yeah I think that's it if you guys have any ideas for an episode hit me up feel free to always send me a dm any questions you have any feedback you have um I'm here to chat if you would like to. So thanks again for listening to this episode. I hope it wasn't just a bunch of like 
random thoughts and me rambling. I hope it was somewhat helpful in some way um, and interesting. So, ah, uh, this is such an interesting topic. I'm so curious to know what you feel. So honestly, come find come find this this the post when I when I share this on Instagram and like come have a conversation in the in the comment section. I'm so curious to know what you think because it's just such an interesting topic. Ex vegans, it's like such a heated, fiery thing to talk about. Anyway, okay. It's late. I'm tired. I've had a glass of wine, maybe two, and I'm going to go to bed. So thanks again for listening. And I will just catch you in the next episode of the How to Vegan podcast. Bye.